episode 57 of Jimmy's Diner is brought to you by Solita Soap. My name is Jimmy. Good morning. Good morning and welcome back. Mm. Or night. I forget that people listen to podcasts at night. You guys are fucking weirdos. You guys are weirdos. I don't mean to say it. I do mean to say it because clearly I said it fucking twice. Get the fuck out of here. And I almost forgot where the get the fuck out of here button was, but then I thought about it right away, and that's fucking progress. I'm actually happy. I feel like things are getting a little bit better, but we'll see, man. My BM called me. I don't call her my BM. <laughs> I don't call her my BM. That, I actually really fucking hate that word. I think that people who use that word are, like, clearly just, like, uncivilized naturally. You know what I'm saying? Unless you have, like, a, a real murder beef with your BM, then that's a fucking different story. But I always call her Alexandria's mom. Proper. Proper. Proper ting. I would never talk that way about her. My girl would kill me. She's Armenian. Mm. So... She called me about a, a topic that I was like, you know what? I didn't ask her permission. I never really do. When people bring shit up to me, I don't fucking ask them permission about shit to talk about. Like, I don't be like, can I talk about this on the podcast? Like, I just fucking do it because I'm a real nigga. Hey, hey, so she called me about the fucking child. She, this is how she starts out the, out the conversation. She's like, I need to ask your opinion on something. And I'm like, oh, shit. My fucking daughter's acting up again. Let's fucking go. This kid's fucking acting up. So she's like, what's your opinion on this again? And I'm like, get to it. Because she kind of she kind of talks like, you know, she's leading into something. And I'm the same way, so I can't really knock it. But uh, everything's like kind of built up. And I'm like, get to it, bro. If I'm the only person who can do this, not you. So she tells she's asking me my, my opinion on like those uh, those child leash things. She's like, what's your real, what's your opinion on that? What's your opinion on that if I use that on her? And I'm like, you know what? Like, I have always judged parents, and I'm not a judgmental person, but I have always, like, judged parents who use it, but, but these are my reasons. And I told her, my daughter's acting up right now. She'll fucking run into the street, slap, and on top of that, she'll, like, test the shit out of her mom, right? <laughs> She tests the shit out of females in general. She does it to my girl. She does it to her grandmother. She's just testing. And I'm just like, bro, like, this is really three-nage shit. This is like three-nager jumping to teenager. I think that's what happens with girls. That's why they say they mature faster than men, because they jump from three-nager to teenager. There's no in-between. Well, guess what? You want to jump from three-nager to teenager? Pay rent. That's the fucking solution. Pay rent. Go get a fucking job. Don't open up an OnlyFans, but go get a fucking job. 
And before anybody jumps down my throat about like, oh, what's wrong with OnlyFans? Like, I'm talking like, you know, she's fucking five and I want to work a job. Creeps. Get the fuck out of here. So she asked me about that and I told her, I'm like, look, you want to fucking use the leash? I'm not going to use the leash. My fucking method is simple. Grab her like this when she's about to run in the street and be like, what the fuck you doing? And put the fear of God in her. That's my solution. She don't listen to her mom. I don't think her mom has that in her. Like she, you know, it's, it's kind of like that'll probably come out sooner or later, you know, like girl on girl versus girl. I was going to say girl on girl. I was watching too much porn this morning. I don't watch porn. Like I do, but I don't, I wasn't watching it this morning, but anyway, girl versus girl. I'm sure sooner or later they're going to duke it out and I'm just going to fucking grab my popcorn and watch shit fucking fall apart. That's it. And there won't be no good cop, bad cop. If she gets smacked up, I'm going to be like, you had it coming. It ain't going to be me, but you had it coming. So she asked me my opinion on the leash, and I was just like, bro, my the only problem that I've ever had with the leash, like if there's so many fucking creeps out there, right? If your fucking child is running rampant, and like you can't just like sit at home and be like, nah, you know what, I'm not doing it. We're not going out. If your child's running rampant and you still want to go out and in this day and age there's creeps, there's fe- people not fucking looking when they're driving and, you're, and your fucking daughter's just running around like fucking Sonic, just like pew, 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 There is a way. There's my way, which is make a scene in public and, I, and I'd be like, get the fuck over here. And everybody and all the fucking Caucasian parents are like, oh my God, did you see what he did? We should call DCYF. And I'm like, go fuck yourself and use your leash while you're on your phone. And those are the parents I have the problem with. And that's what I told my fucking, that's what I told, I was going to call her that word that I don't like again, but that's what I told Alexandra's mother this morning. I was like, dude, my issue with it, and I think she was asking me because I've told her like, you know, before, like I've seen parents and I'm like, but I laugh at the parents that fucking use it. Like they don't need to, you know what I'm saying? Like their kid's perfectly fine. Meaning they're, they, they have their kid on the leash they have their kid. They they have their kid on the leash, and they have their phone in their hand, like they're walking their dog. Get the fuck out of here! What are you doing? Why did you reproduce? Did you know abortion was a thing? Did you know closing your legs was a thing? Did you know that instead of poking holes in his condom, you could have had him? Wear a condom or pull out. Now you got a fucking little. Now you got. Now you've got a Tommy, right? You've got a Tommy who's my daughter's hyper. She needs the leash. Fine. I'm not gonna use it. My my, my her mother's gonna use it. That's fine. But the parents who legit have zero reason to use the leash. That I'm walking through fucking Garden City and I see them using the leash, and they're on their phone looking at fucking, I don't know, like, you know, they're, they're already on their way to fucking Sephora. Let's say that, right? They're, all, they're already on their way to Sephora, but they're on their phone looking at the makeup that they're about to look at at Sephora, and they have the kid on the other, and they have the kid on the other thing. They get a fucking slight tug. Oh, I'm so exhausted of this kid. Like, I can't even right now. Like, this is so exhausting. Tommy, can you stay still? I'm trying to look at the fucking James Charles and you're over here. <sighs> you're a fucking idiot. And COVID should have chosen you. And I'm going to say it. 
It's a little out of pocket, but I'm going to say it. Those those parents should have not been parents. If you if you're using the leash for no reason, go fuck yourself. Oh God, the leash thing, man. I don't know. Those are the only parents I have. I have the issue with. I don't, if your if your kid's bugging out, you use the leash. That's fine. If your kid's like not even walling and you're just fucking using it as like you're walking your dog and you're just on your phone, just like fucking living through social media or. What are you doing on your phone when you're on your kid? Yeah, every now and then check your phone, do your thing, whatever. But like your your kids around you, especially when you're out on the street, what are you doing? There's rapists out here. There are people who kidnap kids and start fucking ring uh, little fucking like child child rings and shit. What are you doing? That's who I have the problem with. <sighs> So I started the podcast a little late because I had that phone call on the way to the, on the way from the gym because I'm trying to get my waist snatched. I'm trying to get my fucking waist snatched. You imagine I talk like that? I really am though. COVID, uh, like all of us, like right before COVID, you guys were listening. I was definitely getting getting it. I was getting it. I was feeling it. Now I got this like little chubby midsection. It sucks. But I was on my way. I was on my way back, and she called me because I was trying to get my waist snatched. Imagine if I seriously said that. I'm trying to get my waist snatched. I looked up the definition of snatch because I see girls like using that now. Like they're fucking, they're using the waist trainers and shit, and they're like, they just literally, they literally just put snatched in their shit. I'm pretty sure it's like the new fleek. A waist snatcher is the modern term for a corset, or other compression garment. I should go to the gym in a fucking waist trainer and just be like, snatched. Imagine how sexy I would look. All right, guys, all jokes aside, I'm still fucking going through the, the COVID, um, the COVID-19 fucking heart bullshit that I'm going through. And I just wanted to speak on it real quick on a serious tip. I, I had spoke on it on the last podcast with Cooch probably a little bit, but I wanted to have like a, a whole thing. Like I found out from the cardiologist that I have, I've been having for like three or four weeks now. Um, PVCs, preventricular contractions. I've had them before. You know, they, they take like fucking 20 20 to 30 minutes, they'll come and go, and that's it. it it's gone. I might have had it, like, once or twice, like, for a day. But I've been having this thing happen for, like, three to four weeks straight, right? I'm fucking 27. I'm healthy as shit. And that surprises me every time I go to the doctor's office. I be feeling it when I go to the doctor's office. Because I go in there, and I'm like, you know what? I go to the gym when, when I feel like it. I fucking eat right when I feel like it. But just know there are times where I put more passion towards killing a fucking pizza, a whole pizza, right? There are times where I put mad passion into dogging a fucking Shake Shack burger and then dogging the shake right after. And then I go to the doctor and they're like, wow, you're so healthy. What is your routine like? And I'm like, (laughs) I lie. I'm like, I go to the gym. Every day. I don't fucking miss. So I went. 
they told me that they they gave me that whole fucking rundown. You're healthy. Your blood work, everything's fine. Your cholesterol, everything is fucking perfect. Jimmy, join the NFL. I wish I had that on my fucking soundboard. But I have PVCs for for a couple weeks now. I'll let you guys know when it stops. Just because it's like I'm making a point here. If I was in my 60s, right, 70s, whatever, even a little bit older with other issues like overweight, diabetes, and all this shit, right? The point is I have this thing happening because of COVID. Viruses all my life have only ever given me fevers, coughs, fucking all this shit. And by the way, when they're done, they're done. Nothing happens after. Sure as shit. Nothing has happened after like this, like something happening with your heart. So when people sit here and like try to act like COVID is not a a real thing or try to downplay it, it don't. I've never fucking heard in my life of a virus doing shit like this to you after the fact. And I've heard of other shit. Obviously, there's a respiratory stuff and there's... There's the 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 thing that I was hearing before was uh it causes blood clots and stuff. That's not a fucking regular virus. So shut the fuck up. Now, my point here is I'm healthy, right? I'm 27 years old. I'm healthy as shit. I'll keep fucking saying it. I'll pro- I will keep saying it because when I get a hold of information like that, I, f- I feel it. I'm feeling it right now. I'm healthy as shit. I'm probably going to go try out for the NFL and you guys will never hear from me again. I'll go play for the Giants and we'll fucking win championships again. I'll fucking go to New York. I'll, 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 I'll play for the Yankees and all you'll hear at the end of every game. And they'll only play it when we win instead. Like they play it when they win it or lose, but now they'll play it when we win. And every night you'll hear this. I'm healthy as shit. But what about the people who are unhealthy? What about your fucking grandmother or that person's grandmother, or whatever, because it doesn't matter until it happens to somebody near you. If somebody older, if I was older, with other issues, and I had PVCs, I'm at risk for a stroke, ladies and gentlemen. Right now, I'm like, whatever, I'm drinking a fucking matcha. I probably shouldn't. The cardiologist was like, you know, maybe stay away from caffeine at this point. I think I'm at the point right now where I'm like, Dude, it's been happening for a couple weeks now already. I'm at a point where the nervousness and the hypochondria is starting to fade out. And now I'm just like, bro, if he dies, he dies. That's where I'm at. I told my girl that last night. Of course, she's like, don't play like that. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'm over it. If I die, I'm going on a blaze of fucking glory. That's it. I'm fucking over it. I'm going to have my fucking matcha. Mm. Caffeine, give me some more of them PVCs and just fucking kill me where I stand. No, that's where I'm at right now, though, bro. Because you can't fucking live. At the same time, you can't live your life like like in fear and shit. And and, And for the people who live like that with COVID, that's fine. All I'm at. All I'm saying, though, is respect other people. Don't just fully fucking flat out be like, I'm good. Respect other people. 
Think about other people. That's all I'm saying. We're in the age of vaccines, but still be careful. That's what I think Dr. Anthony Fauci said that. And I listen to him because I listen to the government. Oh, fuck. I just fuck, bro. You know what? I'm sorry for these outbursts, but I just hate people who think it's fake. Like, honestly, I, I really do. It just pisses me the fuck off. So if you think it's fake, fuck a duck. Literally take your dick, fuck a duck, and go catch a case of the quack. I don't fucking know. And that was a bad dad joke, but that's okay. Have you ever fucking heard of a dirty dad joke, though? Fuck a duck and catch the quack. It's probably a fucking STD that makes you quack. I don't fucking know. Maybe it'll, like, make you, like, fucking, like, maybe feathers will start coming out of your fucking dick hole, and then now you, and then you start fucking quacking and letting out a fucking ah, every now and then. I don't know. You guys know what you're getting when you listen to this shit. I woke up stupid, stupid hungover fucking this morning, and I don't know how I made it to the gym, but I did. So shout out to me. And I went to Dr. Duff's and I was like kind of heated at first because they didn't have the touch tunes. But, you know, God was looking out for me because every time I go on touch tunes, I spend I don't know if everybody else has this problem, but I spend like fucking more than I think I spend more on touch tunes than the actual drinks I get. And I drink a lot. I touch tunes is like that app you go into you go into a place a bar sometimes they have like the jukebox and you literally there's an app to connect to the jukebox and I probably drop like fucking I drop a bag why because I have it why because I make them I make bags when I go to work I intend to get to the bag and and I get to the bag and then I go and then I go blow a bag on touch tunes they didn't have it last night but they had this they they just had like a I feel like somebody in the back of Dr. Duff's last night just watched the, the Notorious movie for the first time. Remember when that movie came out and there were certain people who, like, didn't know about Biggie, right? They knew nothing about Biggie or Tupac or whatever, and they watched Notorious, and then fucking for a week straight, they were just, like, abusing Biggie's whole discography and fucking Tupac's whole discography, and you could tell that they just watched Notorious. That's how fucking Dr. Duff's was last night. I walked in there, I was like, yo, this shit's lit. But somebody just watched Notorious. Shout out to them. I try not to be that person who's like, yo, why are you watching this shit late, bro? Yo, you late, my nigga. I'm not like that. I try not to be. But sometimes I am. I'll do it to bus balls if you guys know me well. Also, bro. Mm-hmm. That's also right there, just me drinking water. Now, also, though, bro, I made a discovery last night. There is nobody more hype. There is absolutely, positively no one more hype in this world than a fucking white dude who's amped about a minority loving IPAs. I promise you. Dude, I was at fucking Dr. Duff's last night. I don't know the dude's name, but this happens to me every fucking time. Every single time. No one is more harder than a white man who discovers that a minority, that a person of color loves IPAs. Do it. Test it out. Go to a fucking bar right now, right? Go to a bar right now. Maybe not right now because right now it's fucking 946. But go to a bar after you listen to this podcast. If you're fucking a person of color, right? 
go to a bar and order an IPA. I swear to God, dude, you're going to see the fucking, your, your server, if he's a white dude, you're going to see his fucking cock outline in his pants. You're going to see his shit fucking literally just like slither. If he's wearing shorts, it's just going to fucking slither out because they get so amped. You order a fucking IPA or any, you order an IPA and you're a person of color anywhere, they're like, no fucking way, dude. No fucking way. What are you like? What are you? Uh, 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 uh. No one has more pre-cum in their boxer briefs than white men who discover people of color love IPAs. It's the funniest thing in the world, and it's a fact. And all I do is talk facts on this podcast. It's the funniest shit in the world. Try it. Try it. Record it. I, I, let's do this, right? Let's do this. A Jimmy's Diner project. A Jimmy's Diner production. When you go to a bar, record it. Record it. Send it in. Send in the reaction. Fucking don't, obviously don't let them know you're recording. Send in, send in their whole fucking thing, right? And then whatever. Sometimes there's some servers where they're not having a good day. You got to push them a little bit, right? Push them a little bit. But if you're a server in the industry, you got to fucking have the personality. They're already amped. They're gonna they're coming to the table. If you order a regular regular beer, oh, you want a Corona? Okay, cool. I got you, man. I'll come back. You look at the menu. Actually, uh, can I get a captain's daughter? You fuck with captain's daughter? You just see the outline of the cock right here. Let me fucking let me put you onto some shit. Look at this one. This one's from fucking Maine, bro. It's got Citra. It's got Galaxy. It's you like fucking IPAs. I like IPA. You go to breweries. They're your fucking best friend. They're your best friend. They love it. They're fucking. They get so hot over it. It's the funniest shit in the world. It's like kind of disrespectful. You know what I mean? It's kind of disrespectful because like it. It kind of brings me back to like in middle school or high school or even now. It's it's like the. It's the same like Connor who's like, there's no way you listen to My Chemical Romance. Like if you have a fucking My Chemical Romance shirt on or like fucking Blink-182 or whatever, there's no fucking Connor, the same dude getting amped about you drinking IPAs. There's no fucking way you listen to My Chemical Romance. There's no fucking way. And you're like, I fucking do. And I got the scars to show for it from when I was fucking... 12 years old, and I cut myself over a girl because I thought well, I knew what love was. Hey, hey. Fuck it. We say anything on this podcast. But my point is, that's so disrespectful, low-key. Like, I don't know. It's not disrespectful where, where I want to, like, smack somebody. But it's just fucking hilarious. Because, like, they, they just, like, get... I think they just get so hype. Because they, because it, it, they just, like, think... When it's the beer, when it's the beer conversation, it's like they're just expecting you to order a Corona or a Heineken or whatever, right? Because that's like the classic, like Dominican fucking minority person of color, black, whatever. That's like the that's the drink. But when you get an IPA, ho 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 ho, they're fucking jizzing in their shit. They get so hot. And it's disrespectful because it's like they're, they're expecting you because what? Because I'm fucking a person of color. I got to fucking order a fucking Corona. Go get me my fucking captain's daughter. 
Go get me my fucking fanny. Go get me whatever. Go get me every IPA on the menu. I'll fucking drink it. And and then you'll probably fucking take me home later because you're so turned on right now. And it's the same shit with music. I always, I've always gotten that shit. Always. There's no fucking way you listen to My Chemical Romance. There's there's just no way. I'm like, nah, dude, I got the scars, bro. I'm, I, I, I went through that era too. I went through it with you. The only difference is you look like Vito Jr. from The Sopranos. <laughs> Yo, if you haven't watched The Sopranos, look up Vito Jr. I did, I did paint my nails black when I was little, when I was younger. I'm not gonna lie, but that's because I wanted to look like Jeff Hardy. These white niggas was out here looking like Vito Jr. That's different. That's very different. Oh shit, man! It's not, it's not that disrespectful, bro. To where I want to fight somebody or fucking spit on somebody. But it's it's like it's disrespectful in a way like, bro, why? Why can't like you start asking questions, right? You're like, why can't I? Why can't I fucking drink an IPA? Why can't I listen to my chemical romance? Because I'm fucking Dominican and Puerto Rican? Because I'm black? Because whatever? That's crazy. Mm. I don't even get like that on people anymore. I was just telling my boss. What? I don't even feel like I have a boss anymore. He's that cool. I, I was just telling the owner of the shop the other day that, like, yesterday that uh, I'm not at that. We were talking about somebody. And I'm not at that fucking age anymore. Like, when I was younger, if you knew the Jimmy from, like, years ago, I was very, like, confrontational and very, like, if I had to be. I wasn't just walking around like, yo, fuck yourself, like a Chad or something. But I was like, like, dude, don't look at my girl. I was never like that. I, it, I was just, like, ready to go. And I'm still ready to go now, but now, you, like, you get older, you have kids, and, like, you just get over, period, and you're just, you get older, and you get over it. You're, like, you just get over shit. There's certain shit you get over. So there's not any, there's, there hasn't been for years many people who, like, I would waste the energy to, like, get like that on. You know what I mean? To bring back the fucking old me, the old energy. There's one person, however, that I would spit on. There's one person, however, that I would spit on. And we got into the conversation of like, yo, would you rather be slapped or spit on? And I'm and I would I would rather be slapped all day. And he's like, well, why would you spit on somebody? So this I'm like, bro, because I feel number one, it's a New York thing. Like we're, we're just very like like when we get away, we get very fucking disrespectful. And it goes back to like a couple podcasts ago when where I broke down to like the suck my dick thing. Everything is suck my dick. If you get if you've ever gotten a New Yorker to the point where they're like, yo, you know what? I'll kill you right now. And I'm gonna set it off. Suck my dick. Then you throw the fucking first move and then that's it. They just get fuck we get so disrespectful, bro. And every now and then the New Yorker in me comes out and, and yesterday I was just like, yo, if I ever saw that nigga in person, man, I'll probably spit on him. I would. I really fucking would. And it made me think of this fucking movie, bro. This clip from this movie, Killer Season, right? Oh, my God. Let's see if I can find it. Because this shit's on YouTube, and that's how ghetto this movie is. Killer Season is a movie that was, like, I'm pretty sure, like, di- not I'm pretty sure, like, Dipset starred in the movie, and they also created it. I'm pretty sure Cam, like, created it, too. This movie is fucking shot on a camcorder, bro. That's how ghetto it is. That's how fucking ghetto it is. The motherfucker killed my niece. 
I gotta fucking look for this. Oh, this shit's hilarious, dude. Hold on. If you're watching the YouTube, it's better to watch the YouTube. Cam, it's a it, Cameron from Dipset. He's just fucking. He he. Earlier in the movie, he get his uh, niece gets shot, and there's an opportunity to, for him to like shoot somebody's like niece or daughter or whatever, and he he doesn't do it, but instead he spits on her. Hilarious. <laughs> of course, it's a Papa John's. Papa John's was once like loved in New York. Yo, man, that's some New York shit right there. Little bitch, <laughs> little bitch. Even though that faggot motherfucker killed faggot. my niece, I couldn't bring myself <laughs> to kill that little girl. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I swear to God, I don't know how it is now, dude, over there, but I, I fucking let it slip out sometimes. So I could only imagine that niggas in Harlem are still just talking like that. And it's like, again, it's like never targeting home. It's never targeting people in the LGBT community. It's always just like it slips out. It's an, it's always been an insult out there. Like, yo, faggot. Mm. I think it's more kind of like <clears throat> hurtful to say like, that's gay. Like, oh, that's mad gay. Like, gay like gay is a thing. Faggot is, like, something created. Like, gay is, like, that's how you describe a group of people. So to say that's gay, unless you're talking about, like, oh, that's gay. Like, you have a fucking gay friend, and you're like, that's mad gay. Like, you laugh about it or whatever, because I've had that. I have a few gay friends that I've done that with. That came out wrong, right? It almost sounded like... So... Yeah, I wouldn't say that, but every now and then I'll, I'm fucking driving and somebody does some stupid shit on the road. I'm like, you fucking faggot. It's just like a thing. It's like calling somebody a fuck. It's, I don't know, bro. I'm done defending the toxic behavior of my fellow New Yorkers, including myself. If you don't like me, that's fine. If you do, stick, stick around. I'm going to tell you about Solita Soap in two seconds. Jimmy's Diner, as I told you in the intro, is brought to you by Solita Soap, which is now available on the shelves at Plant City. I've praised products on this podcast before, like their scented beard oil, ultra healing shea butter, and more. Well, you can now get them at your earliest convenience and support a local black-owned business in the best way. What? If you live local, shop local, and hit up Plant City to support the growth of Solita. And as always, if you live out of state, hit the link in my bio and use promo code Jimmy's Diner at checkout. Solita, for your very own. I think that's the best damn fucking ad I've done in two years. And you know how long I've been podcasting for? Like two years. My neighbors every fucking morning are probably like, dude, what is this nigga doing? Podcasting. Oh, Lord. 
I don't know why I just thought about this, but we were fucking leaving the restaurant yesterday. The restaurant. The bar yesterday. Shout out to bars being open in fucking Rhode Island, by the way, bro. Hey, hey. I'm happy for it because I never understood that. Like, I, I, I had COVID. I'm going through my shit now in my heart. But, like, COVID doesn't have a fucking... Uh, uh, they don't work third shift, dude. They don't work third shift. They don't fucking sleep all day and then come out at night. So what was the point? It's out there all the time. What? 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 You're fucking limiting the time? I don't get it. And I'm happy for the small businesses. And it's also almost like the weather for, for me to be on this podcast can be like, it's actually beautiful out right now. I would take this weather and put it in my ass because of how nice it is. And I don't even let my girl do shit like that to me. And if I ever did, I don't think I would tell you guys either. So there's that. What was I fucking saying? You see, this is, this is the shit I'm talking about. COVID. Oh, we were leaving the fucking bar yesterday, right? And she, like, we're leaving, and she dead ass like, almost forgot something at the, at the fucking bar. We got a, we got a, a, a hops-scented candle. We got a hops-scented candle. You know how fucking fire it was? I thought it was going to just smell like straight ass, and it actually smelled really good. It was like in a, they sell these candles at Dr. Duff's that are like in a Narragansett can, and it's like hops-infused, and it actually smells really good. $20 on the shit, though, right? That girl almost leaves it because she's the doofus of the relationship. Happy one year, by the way. A year of us. When I was younger, it was like, you talk, you, 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 uh, your friends, you talk, you know, when you officially become boyfriend and girlfriend. Did I say when I was little or when I was younger? When I was little, it's not when I was little because I wasn't legal. And if I wasn't legal, then it's like fucked up. But when you're younger... When I was younger, it was like when you have you have the official dates, we just celebrated us. We were like, you know what? We celebrated us, uh, you know, when we fucking started and we started in like February and it's been a hell of a ride. But she is a fucking doofus. She forgets shit. Sometimes she doesn't forget shit that I, that I re- her her memory is on point. It's better than mine. But she will like drop shit all the time and, and, and break shit all the time on accident. And she broke my Stella glass and she thought she made it up for, by buying a new one. And she didn't don't tell her I said that all these things hurt me. It, it, it affects the fucking relationship. It weighs me down. It really does. And I don't know if we're going to fucking last another year. I really don't. It, it, it's, it's too much. I'm actually really considering this right now. Nah, but on the real, I fucking busted her balls yesterday. And I was like, bro, I don't think I can, like, keep carrying you. And she was like, what do you mean? I was like, I don't think I can keep carrying the weight of you being the doofus in the relationship. Because she almost forgot the candle. Fucking doof. She's listening to this podcast right now like, what the fuck? This dude, is he joking or is he not joking? That matcha, bro. Come on now. Come on now. Fire. I'm just waiting for that heart attack to happen. If he dies, he dies. Have you guys ever seen that movie? I'm over here fucking spitting. I'm over here spitting fucking. I, I lose words all the time. This is what this is like. Yep, it's gone. It left. I'm 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 reenacting fucking parts from movies and not even telling you. 
I think it was Rocky Four. I'm about to look it up. The part where fucking um, Creed dies, and that big Russian nigga fucking kills him, and he goes. You can do it, son. And you beat the real champion. Push the stretcher. Somebody sent what started out as a joke has turned out to be a disaster. That's my life right there. What started out as a joke turned out to be a disaster. The joke has turned out to be a disaster. Creed appears to be in very serious condition. That's me on the floor. Dying. If he dies, he dies. I'm on the floor having a heart attack because I decided to have a fucking caffeine loaded matcha and the. My out of body fucking me is over me, and he's like, and he's this big Russian dude, cause I'm that's I'm gonna be a big Russian dude in the next life, and he's and and I'm gonna be like, if he dies, he dies. Jimmy appears to be in very serious condition. Because he just decided to have four matchas, and he said, "Fuck it." Yo, there's a scene from Rocky. This is just completely off the top and off the fucking just complete. Everything on this podcast is off the top. Because I'm a freestyle nigga. What's the death scene in Rocky, dude? This shit's hilarious. Me and my brother always fucking laughed at this shit. Mick. Mick death scene. Oh, God. This shit's hilarious. Yep, this is it. When people think of Roto-Rooter, they typically think plumbing. I don't think of Roto-Rooter, but thanks. Get the fuck out of here. Motherfucking ads. Who told you to fucking play on my podcast? You're still playing? Fucking Roto-Rooter. Oh, this is good. Again, you got to watch the YouTube because, bro, these reactions right here. Me and my brother used to fucking die at this scene. Here's the thing with me, right? If, like, you could, an actor can have, like, a five-star phenomenal performance when it comes to crying. And they really can. And and you know what? He kind of did. Like, I think he did. People, not, people, like, when people cute cry on the fucking movie, I'm like, bro, that's that's boring. And the shit could be sad as shit, right? The shit could be sad as shit, and I might fucking shed a tear or whatever. This is the confusing part about me, right? If I'm watching a movie, what's a good comparison? The, the crying in, in Avengers Endgame. The crying in Avengers Endgame when people, when niggas died, when, when fucking Tony died, spoiler alert. When the crying was happening in that, I fucking cried. When the crying was happening in American History X, when the, bro- when the little brother got clapped, I was crying, okay? When serious cries like that, ha- when, when it's like not an ugly cry, like a realistic cry. Realistically, you're crying ugly. You all fucking cry ugly. Everyone does, right? So when I see a, this is the ass backward things about me. The, the, this is the ass backwards thing about me. When I see a serious cry in a movie that's like, not believable because naturally people do ugly cry. That's the cry that makes me cry. Cause I'm like, look at that fucking cry. It's so sad and fucking cute. And I'm going to cry now. But when the realistic cries that would actually happen, 
because people actually just nat- just naturally everyone in the world ugly cries, I fucking burst out. And me and my brother, we have that habit of like always bursting out when there's an ugly cry. And this scene in Rocky Three, bro, where Mick dies. What happened? Here's the funniest thing about this scene off the rip, right? He's this nigga has like a whole fucking his his whole eye is swollen already, so he just looks funny. And he's got this fucking he's got the hood on and shit, just looking over him. And then we'll get to the rest. Not to mention Sylvester Stallone sounds like he f- he's always like somebody's always like holding a bowl over his face. Yeah, I know. That's good. Uh, we did it. Uh. We did it. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> worry about nothing no more. No. Everything's cool. Be okay, man. Yeah. You know. That we did it. You gotta get the hospital. No. You don't used to be. No, no, listen, we ain't done everything right. Listen, we got more to do. Whatever you want to do, we'll do it, okay? Whatever you want to do, we'll do it, okay? (laughs) Yo. Yo, when you start hearing him like... And he passes. Reaction scenes to fucking bro. This is what's sick about me, dude. I will watch these movies just to get to these scenes and just just to get to that one scene. And I'm like, bro, I'm gonna try not to laugh through this fucking take because, bro, this shit's hilarious. <laughs> this is the funniest fucking cry in all of cinema history. The funniest fucking cry in all of us in all of cinema history. And once again, I will reiterate that it's realistic. I would probably... When I fucking die, dude, I want somebody to ugly cry this fucking hard over my body. If you're not like... Jimmy! 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 Just fucking snots coming out everywhere. I just want, I want, I want it to fucking look like, if you're not fucking ugly crying when I die, dude, on some like. (laughs) I just fucking, I don't know when to stop playing, dude. Sometimes shit gets like way too much and I fucking do shit like spit water on my, on my machine, but it's all good. I want somebody to ugly cry, ugly cry like that when I die. Cause if you're not, dude, like I just I'm just gonna think you never loved me or cared for me. So, like you felt that shit, and you know what? I should be crying at this one, but I'm not. I'm laughing at it. Me? 
and he yells at him. It's hilarious, bro. Shout out to fucking Sylvester Stallone. That is 100% the most believable fucking cry in cinema history. But it's also funny because people ugly cry. Everyone does. <sighs> you know what, guys? I know I'm fucking. I know I'm a little off. I know, I know there's something wrong with me. And I know that's why you guys tune in. And that's fine. I laugh at it, too. We can all laugh at it together. Mmm. So I, I wanted to speak on something. I want to speak on a couple of things before we closed out. But my family came through this weekend and my sisters were like talking about Johnny Depp, about his situation with like Amber Heard. And then this past weekend, too. So th- I'm being like straightforward with this, right? When I first started because it's Johnny Depp and then it's somebody else and I'm going to get to it. When I first started podcasting, I was I was starting to I was starting to decide in my life like I want to do comedy. Like I want to do stand-up comedy. I've always been a fan of SNL. I've always been a fan of all that. I was a fan of Mad TV. I was a fan of the Chappelle sh- uh, show. I want to do stand-up. I want to I want to do sketch, excuse me. And I want to do all this shit that involves comedy. You know what I'm saying? And there was an opportunity with my boy Dennis to do uh, Take As Needed. And then later Jenna came along. And we all did Take As Needed together. And we all know what happened there. If you don't, like, you know, there was some creative differences. I wanted to still keep doing comedy. So I started doing my own podcast. Before I started doing that, when I left Take As Needed, and we also just had just, had just did a show, I knew that what I loved a little bit more, and I love podcasting, but what I loved a little bit more was stand-up. So when I left Take As Needed originally, I was kind of like, I don't know if I'm going to keep podcasting. I'm just going to keep fucking doing, I'm just going to do stand up because my thought process was like, I'm not going to podcast by myself. Who does that? And I had a friend who I used to work with and he, he would tell me, he would tell me all the time, but I never listened. But he would tell me all the time, like, yo, you got to listen to this dude, Chris D'Elia, bro. And I, and I would be like, you know, his reasoning was always like, bro, you guys relate so much. Like, he, like, not relate, but he would always make comparisons. Like, yo, you got to listen to this dude's podcast. Like, he just fucking rambles sometimes. He's very, like, scatterbrained, and it's funny. Um, you guys fucking both have these, like, crazy-ass laughs that are funny. You guys both fucking do, like, these weird fucking noises sometimes. And you guys are very animated. And I'm like... He kept telling me to listen to this dude. And then when, when I, when, while I was doing Take As Needed, and when I was in that place of, like, I don't know if I should podcast for myself, who does that? And he, one day he told me, he's like, bro, Chris D'Elia does that. Check him out. So I started listening to Congratulations with Chris D'Elia. And, 
yeah, there was a lot of similarities. There was a lot of similarities in how we are anim- very animated, um, crazy fucking laugh, very scatterbrained for sure. Like just kind of like it just naturally comes out. Just we're just very like comfortable by ourselves. You know what I mean? And it it gave me a lot of motivation in a place in a place where I was where I was like I'm not gonna podcast by myself. How can I? I had this friend who was like, yo, you listen to this dude. You have a lot of similarities. You can definitely do this. So I listened to a few episodes. I watched a few on YouTube and I'm like, bro, you know what? I'm going to do this. And congratulations, Chris D'Elia. Definitely a huge motivator during that time. And definitely like a, one of the inspirations for this podcast. Now, <clears throat> for those who don't know, he got canceled off allegations. And this past weekend, he came out with a video <laughs> basically explaining himself. The allegations were back in like March or April or something dead in, in the dead of fucking uh, quarantine. And it was just like shit about him doing stuff with, uh, with underage girls. And he never ended up getting like, he never ended up going to court. Like nothing happened. Nobody like prosecuted him or anything. There was just shit online. And I believe the only statement he put out was on TMZ, was through TMZ, and he was like, everything I've done, anything I've ever done, because a lot of people were, like, a lot of women were coming out on Twitter, like, they started a chain, and it was like, you know, like, he's a pig, like, he fucking has a fiancé, and he's got a kid on the way, and all this shit, and like, so he, his, his, uh, his thing on TMZ, his comment was like, anything I've done was legal, so he kind of admitted that he did do something. He was this was his initial response in like March or April, whenever the allegations started coming out. Might have been May, and he was like, you know, anything that I've done is both it was both consensual and legal, meaning of age, right? So <clears throat> right then and there, it was like, all right, like this dude came out and said he did, like you know, at the very least, he definitely cheated, cheated, which is wrong, and. He, anything I've done, meaning he, he probably done it, he did it a few times, but he's basically saying, you know, he never did it with anybody underage. So after that, the dude fucking completely fell off the face of the earth and his, his fucking Instagram went down and it just like, it kind of kills me, bro, because when this happens to people, like it, it happened to Johnny Depp with Amber Heard with, with abuse, it happened to Chris D'Elia with like the the allegations of whatever of uh the underage stuff and it happens to some men with with the rape accusations and then Crystalia after going ghost for months and just falling off like for the for the last couple of months I've definitely thought of him like I've I've been I, I was like yo like damn he he just fucking like just disappeared bro no Instagram no nothing that was bad. I don't know why my fucking phone does that on the podcast, but we're just going to ignore that. Um, He just came out with a whole video and he pretty much went into more deep. Like for the first time in Mad Long, he came out with a video. And this whole time I was like, dude, like that fucking sucks. His career is over. And he came out with a whole video on his YouTube, like silently. He didn't put it on Instagram or anything. Whoever has him on YouTube saw it or whatever. And it's out there now. And he's he was pretty much like, listen, like... <clears throat> There was, there was never anything that happened with any underage women. I'm finally speaking out on it now because I went and got my help. Like, he, he spoke on 
being having having an uh an addiction like a, a he he pretty much said he had a sex addiction and he got help um he definitely felt bad he knew that he was wrong for something but the other things were lies and um basically his the his only wrongdoing was you know kind of like cheating on his wife and kind of just like using sex like over and over again and he got help for it he did therapy and all this shit and it's like good for Chris D'Elia. Johnny Depp's going through the same shit with Amber Heard and there's stuff coming out now where it's like, you know, <clears throat> about Amber Heard. There, there was a lot of shit that came out in the last couple months of about Amber Heard lying and she still has a job and like Johnny Depp lost his fucking position on um with the Harry Potter movies. And it's like, bro, we have to really, really normalize and I think we're starting to get there but I don't think we'll ever fully get there because of how things are right now. Everything is so like pro, and I love women. I love women. I've I, I have I I love my daughter. I fucking I'm so glad that I had a little girl. I love my mom. I, I don't have to fucking say it, right? We should love our women. Everything is pro women, and that's fine. But I feel like I've had this conversation on this podcast before about being the things being so extreme, and I think sometimes things are so pro woman that we don't even want to question if something is real or not. And we have to normalize that a little bit because these things come out and it happens locally too. It's happened in, it's happened here in Rhode Island where twi- a Twitter was created and, and these whoever owned this Twitter, which fuck them, they they, you know, they would get DMs from people about accusations about people locally who are like known locally, whether it be like a comedian or an artist or whatever. And it's like, oh, so-and-so did this, and this person did this, and this person. And it's like, bro, this shit ruins careers. And I, and, and this shit ruins careers, and it would be a real fucking shame if, if careers were ruined for no reason, right? And on top of that, it's just a huge slap in the face to the women who actually go through shit. Like, women who do this, take a second and think. And, it's, and this probably won't reach you, re- really reach you, and you probably won't comprehend this really because sometimes you're that sadistic. But think of not only... If you're not going to think about the guy whose life you're ruining and career you're ruining or whatever with just words and no proof and no nothing, right? Think of what you do to the disrespect and the slaps to the face that you're doing to the women who actually have been in abusive relationships, who actually have been through rape, who have actually been through an older man taking advantage of them when, you, when they were younger, whatever, bro. It's so fucking wrong. And we have to normalize questioning it sometimes and thinking like, you know, I, I don't know if it's me and maybe I'll sound like an asshole right now, but I don't, I don't care. Like, I, I, my thing is like, bro... There's too much of it that has gone around for me to just sit here. Obviously, if there's proof and and somebody's really like, you know, gone through it, I'm not going to question that. But if it's something that it's it's like just words and it's like mass fucking rumors on Twitter and all this shit, I'm just like, bro, I'm good. I'm all set with it. I question everything and I'm sorry, but I do. That's all I had to say about that. I think we really need to take into consideration that a lot of times this just ruins careers and all this other shit for no reason. Um, I had an announcement to make. <clears throat> and I just fucking, I just spoke on it a little bit. But if you've been with me for a while, if you've been following me for a while, 
then you'll know. If not, I'm going to give you a brief summary. When I first started podcasting, it was with Dennis. Shout out to Dennis. Shout out to Jenna. Shout out to everybody that I, I started doing this with. Phenomenal times. And when I left, it was all love. And it's still all love now, clearly, with what I'm about to tell you. We're going to go through some changes here. Nothing crazy. But when I first started podcasting, Take As Needed was my podcast with Dennis and Jenna. And uh, initially, it was with Dennis. You know, we wanted to start a comedy podcast because I knew him. I didn't know Jenna. Um, we wanted to start a po- comedy podcast. Dennis wanted to bring in a, a girl to, to be with us, to do the a woman to do the podcast with us. Um, and we did it. And, you know, we were in the beginning, we were trying to come up with a name. And when me and Dennis initially started talking first, it was like we wanted to do a podcast that was, you know, it was comedy, but it was just natural. Like what I'm doing now, just natural shit. We, we laugh at our pain. We laugh at your you can laugh at your pain, hopefully, if it's relatable and we can laugh at shit going on in the world as well because that's painful sometimes too. And we were struggling coming up with a name. And at the time, I definitely um, had a lot of inspiration from what I was going through and, and discovering therapy and discovering medication and discovering that medication is actually okay with it's It's okay for you. And... I came up with the name Take As Needed, and it's something that's near and dear to my heart. And, you know, when <clears throat> we part ways because, you know, there was creative differences, they didn't they kind of like wanted to stop doing comedy and, and wanted to just have like a, a podcast interviewing like a lot of local people. And, and I wanted to con- I wanted to keep doing the comedy thing. And that's fine. And I kind of came up with Sin Vergüenza, which is now Jimmy's Diner. Well. Going forward, because they're not doing it anymore and uh, definitely miss doing it with them, I, I will always have love for Dennis and Jenna. But going forward, Jimmy's Diner, this podcast, and this is the last time this is happening because I fucking know I've changed this podcast name twice now. But take as needed for a while now, I've been feeling like, you know what, this is where, this is this is this is what's close to my heart. This is what is is mine. This is something I created. This is something that is important to me. This is something that means the most to me. So going forward, this podcast will be known as Take As Needed. And I am announcing that I will be launching the website, Jimmy's Diner. Jimmy's Diner is going to turn into a platform with all of my comedy shit, podcasts, music, uh, I'm, I'm trying to get into sketches soon, so I'm going to have a meeting about the site and about the, and about, uh, doing sketches. I'm, I'm writing them and I'm, I'm going to be co-directing them with somebody. And, uh, I'm looking to cast some locals, some local comedians, some local actors, um, and hopefully some local creatives too, you know, just, just have people come in and some, some, uh, some familiar faces to have fun. Um, but all of this stuff, I'm, I'm, I'm working towards doing a lot of stuff with, with uh, comedy in general. And Jimmy's Diner is going to be a platform, a menu of different things, different comedy projects that I'm working on. And I'm excited. So going forward, this podcast will be back to where it's supposed to be. Take as needed. 
Dennis and Jenna are not doing the podcast anymore, for sure, for sure. And I left them with the name because they kept doing it. But they're not anymore. And it was all love. They they told me, no, that's all you. Take that back. And I wish that happened sooner, but everything happens for a reason. But we're back where we belong uh, with Take As Needed. And Jimmy's Diner is going to be a platform launching soon with all of my content, hopefully some streaming too and stuff like that. So um, I'll talk more about it when I have more information, but just so you guys aren't caught off guard, that's the announcement. And yeah, thank you for tuning in. It's been one hell of an hour. I'm going to go about my day and die now um, and piss my girl off because I'm going to keep saying that. So. This has been episode 57 of Jimmy's Diner, which will going forward be known as Take As Needed. Thank you guys for tuning in. Like, subscribe, leave reviews, do everything you can to get this shit fucking bumping because I'll love you for it. And love makes the world go round. I'll holla at you guys on the flip. My name is Jimmy.